Hey everyone, I'm Miranda Myers. And I'm Rebecca Down. And we're your hosts for Queer Bait, a podcast dedicated to all things LGBTQ in Hollywood and beyond. And this is actually our second episode of season two. I know, it's super exciting. And we're tackling the big questions today. What is gay? What is, how did you become gay? Oh, am I <laughs> going to answer that today? No, not at all. <laughs> um, on today's episode, we're going to be answering some tough questions that non-gay people have asked the internet before. And that I've been asked before. And that I have also been asked before. <laughs> so if you have any questions that you have been too embarrassed to ask, hopefully we're going to address them today. And if you have any more that you're still bugging to ask, send them in to us. Yeah, on Instagram at Queerbait Club, at the email address, queerbaitclub at gmail.com. Yep. And that's it. Those are, <laughs> those are your two options. That's how you can reach us. So uh, stay tuned for more. So to start off our new section this week, According to Film Updates on Twitter, which is my preferred film <laughs> news site. The official one. <laughs> um, Do Revenge, a new teen rom-com movie, reached number one on Netflix this weekend. Mm -hmm. This is important because it features LGBTQ representation. Um, Camila Mendez and Maya Hawke star in it. And Sarah Michelle Gellar, who is my favorite, also has a very important role. So tune into that weekend this weekend and get some fantastic queer ret for yourself. One note I also feel like is cool that a couple of times now queer content has been number one on Netflix. I know. It seems like we're really getting the upper hand lately, huh? Yeah, like we're really we're coming out in numbers. First kill was mm -hmm. number one, got canceled, but I was it like, went it's canceled one. already. And Heartstopper, which was a gay I don't know, I don't want to call it rom com, like coming of age story. Yeah. Also went number one, and they got a second season almost immediately. Mm -hmm. I am excited for this one because it's a movie, and um, it takes a lot of inspiration from things like Heather and Clueless and Heather's. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, and like I said, it has my favorite Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. That's, so she's she's Buffy, right? Yeah, she is Buffy. Yes, was there and, ever a Buffy movie? Um, it started as a movie, but oh. Sarah Michelle Gellar is not in it. She was casted for the TV show. Oh. I forget who's in it, but she is not as famous now, whoever it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I don't even know her name. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're a fan of Riverdale, Stranger Things, Heathers, you know, all those cult classics, head over and watch Do Revenge on Netflix to get that. Streaming now. Yeah, streaming now. I we, yeah, should have the Netflix sound right now. Not paid for this, by the way. No, not at all. Just a fan. They, they should pay us for this. <laughs> Um, my piece of news is reintroducing someone that we had almost a whole episode about a month or two ago, which is Lil Nas X, one of our mm -hmm. favorite gays. Um, he is what one might call a master of attracting attention to himself. A little fun fact about Lil Nas X is he started on Reddit, which is just like social media posting and commenting on stuff. And just purely by responding to questions really sassy, he got like a million followers on Reddit. Wow. Before he transferred over to Twitter, where he also got a million. So he already had like a million followers before he ever posted one song. Good for him. 
So, great at attracting attention to himself. <laughs> um, and he's currently on a world tour, Long Live Montero. That's his first name. Um, and on this tour, on Sunday, he was supposed to have a concert in Boston. He did have a concert in Boston. Um, but a group of, like, religious Christians went out to protest him because he's too provocative and also gay. And Lil Nas X, how dare they? <laughs> um, he initially sent out a tweet that said, Just told my team to send them pizza. This is really good promo. And then a couple hours later, Lil Nas tweeted, Update, they didn't want the pizza, but I accidentally fell in love with one of the homophobic protesters. And then he has a video attached to it um, where it's showing him trying to offer them pizza and they turn the pizza down. And then as the cameraman's moving the camera, it stops at like one attractive looking fellow in a shirt that says like ministries on it. Um, And the joke is that Lil Nas X fell for this homophobic protester. That is pretty funny. I get it. I get the humor in that. Yeah. And then just now, today, Lil Nas said, can't stop thinking about the cute homophobic guy that was protesting my concert last night. I just know we had a connection. I miss him so much, man. I'm nothing without him. This guy really is uh, great on Twitter. Yeah, he's here for the comedy. (laughs) I wonder if this happens when he goes overseas after this concert is done. In the state, or after this concert, after this leg is done, he's going over to Europe, and I wonder if he'll have the same amount of hate, homophobic hate, in Europe as he does here. I don't know. I hope not. Like I don't wish that upon him, but I don't know what um, Europe is like. I imagine it as generally speaking more open mm-hmm. minded in that way. Um, but I don't know. But I'm hoping that he doesn't have to do the same thing. But even though it did happen, he was funny about it. He was like, let hopefully me send he doesn't, pizza. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't have to send anyone pizza this time. Yeah. Um, well, we are done with news. After the break, we are going to be getting into some of the embarrassing questions you've probably been too nervous to ask a gay person before. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Um, stay tuned if anything is mysterious to you. All right, we've made it here. The moment of truth. Yes. The moments of truth, because there's more than one question we're going to ask. <laughs> um, but these questions were kind of inspired by things that we have been asked in real life mm-hmm. um, by girls, guys, and gays. All, all three. All of them. <laughs> um, and some of them were just on the internet. Like once we decided this was a topic, it was like, okay, what other questions do people have? And scouring the internet for questions that we felt might not have been answered in person to everyone who's ever thought them before. <laughs> That's a good reason to sit down and do this then. Yeah. Do you want to start waiting. With, Do you want to start with one of your questions or with one of my questions? Um, one of yours. Okay. Um, first question for the gays. Is it annoying hitting on someone only to find out that they're straight? Of course, slightly, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean a little bit. I mean like bit. I don't hold it against them, but you are like god. Oh man. Like I was trying here. You slipped right through my fingers. Yeah, exactly. In and another I think, life. Like I I don't blame a man if he's like, dang, because you're hot. When I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm gay. Like if he's going to. If he's going to have the courage to come up to me, then I'm going to let him down nice and easy. But I feel like we might feel the same way. Like if I approach a girl and they're like, oh, sorry, I'm straight and be like, dang, you're so pretty. I really put myself out here right now. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think it comes down to a, how you approach it. And then as with any relationship, how the other person handles the, the letdown. Mm-hmm. Um, 
have you ever been hit on and then you're like oh no sorry i'm gay and then they're like not for tonight or i can make you not like have you ever got a crude response to you saying that not a crude response but i did have a guy in college who was like sort of a friend where i was kind of like oh like i date women and he was kind of like oh okay and then proceeded to like ask me out multiple times. And you're like, no, not women and men. Yeah. Like, or women and not you. <laughs> basically. Like maybe next time just be like more direct. Like <laughs> I, I'm not interested. Thank you. Though. Maybe that's what I should have done. But, you know, it's kind of the same idea. Which leads us to the second question on how you approach. Are there any signs to know that someone is gay? All right. I think if you're wearing a visible rainbow of any sort, anywhere, I should be able to come up and, like, hit on you. I've actually heard you say that on more than one occasion. If someone's <laughs> wearing a rainbow, you are gay. Like, you are a, like you are going to be hit on. I just feel like you should know what the rainbow means by the year 2022. So, yes, I have all means to be able to do that. Yeah. But sans rainbow, <laughs> are there any other signs? Um... I mean, wardrobe of some sort, right? I guess so. What are your thoughts? My thoughts, especially for women, is that maybe it's a little easier to gauge like half the population. Like I think if you're just basing it on looks, there's going to be a decent handful of women that are gay that you don't hit on because you don't think they look gay. That's true. But of course, you're only going to have looks to work off of at first, right? Yeah, I am going to go on record and say I'm really not the type to actively hit on anyone. You're not supposed to admit that. Me neither. <laughs> and when it has happened, it's been at an event that is like with other gay people. So you're like pretty confident that they're going to be gay. And then if they aren't gay, you just have to take it in stride, like the reverse of the situation before. Where they tell you that and you're like, all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, you know, there's always going to be those moments where you're not entirely sure and you just have to be like courageous and stand up and be like, okay, I'm going to go talk to him anyways. You know? Yeah. But. I don't know. As for signifiers, I think you do the best you can. Maybe you try to eavesdrop for a second. You're like, I don't know. Do they play soccer? <laughs> Are they playing one of the gay sports? Lacrosse. Softball. softball <laughs> basketball. Is basketball a gay sport? Yes. Okay. Everything except tennis. And maybe bowling. Bowling? I don't know. It kind of feels <laughs> that like... That seems a, really butch to me. Yeah, it seems kind of gay, but I couldn't tell you a gay person who actually bowls. Yeah, I don't know any. Yeah. So it's just a trick sport. That may be me, actually. You bowl? Recreationally. You bowled once in the last two <laughs> years, and you're going to sit here and say that you're a bowler? I don't think so. All right. I'm moving on. Yeah. This is a question I've been asked, actually, in person. Um, by whomst? At work by a male coworker. Very uncomfortable. Oh, my goodness. Is this going to be like an HR complaint? It could have been. I bet it could have. Okay. I was also very young. Yeah, go ahead. Um, my question that I've received is... For gay women, how do you know when sex is over? <laughs> how old are you? 19. How old is the person who asked you? 25, at least. Is that an embarrassing age to be asking this question? I was upset, but I also felt like, what a straight man thing to ask me. No, I don't think it has anything to do with age. It has to do with men. Mm -hmm. Straight men. Yeah. Um, how do you know when it's over? That was a question. Yes. 
You just decide after hours and hours <laughs> of hard work, blood, sweat, and tears. You just roll over and go to sleep and it's over. Well, this is a family show, mm-hmm. right? Sure. We talked about Peppa Pig last week. week. So I just want to be um, not so explicit, but women can just keep going. Yeah. So like without saying exactly the word, it doesn't end with one time. You can just keep going if you want. So if you want it to last all night, go for it. If you want it to last one time, sure. So I think that's the power that women get. You know, you can decide. I think that the online joke that women just decide it's over is pretty fair and pretty funny. (laughs) they're just like all right i've had my fill now it's like it's actually accurate for once yeah um but yeah so if you ever find that question in your mind just know that women have the power there yep um next question which we kind of mildly addressed on last week's episode chivalry is dead um is who pays for the date oh i'm sorry i was just i was gonna give some background in that In a straight relationship, it's generally presumed that the man will pay. So when you've got two men or two women, this question, like, inherently comes up more. Um, And our answer to that, or that I think we came to last week, was whoever asked. Whoever has the bigger wallet. No, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, whoever's posture is messed up because they're always sitting on a wallet. That's cool. Um, No, but for real, my life stance that I go by is just that whoever is doing the chasing... Whoever, you know, is interested in the other person and ask them out, they should be the ones who pay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I feel like that just makes it fair, right? You want to be wooed a little. Mm-hmm. Everyone remembers me saying wooed like 10 times last episode, so. Another question? This one is pulled straight from Reddit. Um, a lot of straight people have a gay crush. Do lots of gay people have a straight crush? Explain what that is first. So I think that means a crush on the gender you are not attracted to. So if I'm a lesbian, I would it would a straight crush would be like a man, right? Okay. Like, oh, that's my straight crush. Mm-hmm. Because when when straight people say it, oh like, oh, I have a gay crush on Ryan Reynolds. Like a straight man is just saying that like, oh, I'm attracted to Ryan Reynolds, but I'm not actually because I'm not gay. You know what I'm saying? So, so yes. my point <laughs> is yes. <laughs> All the time. But this question is a little biphobic because it does say that like, oh, how's a bi person supposed to answer this question? Or a pan person. You could have attraction to all genders. So this question is really made for like lesbians or gay people. Sure. I also interpreted this question differently than Becca did. I thought that it meant as a gay person, could you have a crush on a straight person? In general, like someone in your friend group that you know who is straight but of the same gender. Yeah, to me that's a f- very different question, and, and yes, the very possible. Is still, yes. So yeah, I think that's a fairly common experience um, to have crushes on straight people. Yeah, I also think that if you are having a crush on a person, their sexual orientation doesn't affect how you feel very much, aside from the fact that you're like, okay, this won't happen. That person's straight. It doesn't stop me from having the crush, but it stops me from acting on it, probably. It's definitely easier when you happen to know that they're gay first. <laughs> but it's hard to know that they're gay first. You can look for the signifiers, the like stereotypical ones like... A rainbow. Flannels. Flannels. Beanies. Lesbians do wear flannels and beanies. Vans. 
and docks. I was going to say, which one's gayer, Vans or docks? Both. Are you a Vans gay or docks gay? That's a popular (laughs) meme. Is it really? It was on Tumblr back in 2015. Oh, back on on Tumblr in 2015. It was very popular. Um, Vans. You're a Vans gay? And you're both. I'm both. But more Vans. I own more Vans. Yeah, but dogs are more expensive, so that might be why you're a Vans gay. That's true. Are you a wealthy one or a poor gay? Somewhere right in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) And the next question actually really dives into something very specific. Um, Online dating. Mm -hmm. You know, you've done that before? I've tried once or twice. (laughs) Unsuccessfully. I want to know if online dating, if there's anything that annoys you about gay people and dating online. Of course. Uh, there has to be. Um, one of the big things that I never liked about online dating, and I'm sure you've experienced this. I feel like every gay woman specifically has experienced this. When you're on your settings on an online profile and you put women only, and you have a man who like pretends to be a woman, so he ends up in the pile of swipeable cards. I don't understand the point of that for him. Like, then why? He can see be seen by more women. Yeah, but like they've set their settings to women only and you've just like set your setting to woman but like you're in a pool of lesbians like I don't get it yeah I I don't know I think it really is just to be seen more uh it annoys me every time I can't imagine they have much success but every time I see it I'm dramatically annoyed by it why would you do that yes that's very very frustrating yeah um mine is the I think worst thing is couples being like you want to be our unicorn and unicorn specifically means when a couple is just looking for like a third woman to be like part of a threesome with them um it's just annoying especially when you're looking for like an actual relationship to come across like oh especially if it's just a woman in the profile and then you like swipe right. You're like, oh, she's so pretty. And then she's like, actually, my boyfriend and I are looking for a third. Yeah, I'd almost rather know up front that you've got a boyfriend. Yeah, like put him in your profile. And yeah. then maybe on the nights where I'm looking for a threesome, you know, I'll hit you up. Um, Two things about this. One, recently a friend of ours was, in fact, using an online dating profile and swiping through that profile. Someone did exactly that. But in the they were upfront about it, which I enjoyed. That was upfront that they said his height as well. So she was like <laughs> me, female, 25. Five five, and my boyfriend twenty seven six five or something, and I was like, you know what, you know exactly what you're getting into here. You know their heights, what they look like, what they're looking for. I was like, that's almost better, I guess, that it's upfront. But I hate when it's like you get swindled into it. Yeah, it's like I swipe right on you because you're a pretty girl, and now it's like, oh, you got a boyfriend attached. Oh, gross. <laughs> I um, I actually asked my Twitter followers. I don't have many about this maybe a year ago i was like has anyone actually ever tried to find a third on any dating app and did it work and it was just a poll of yes or no and if i had like 11 votes nine people said yes it did work of my own follower nine wow it's a lot for a twitter poll for me but they all they said yes no (laughs) (laughs) we just talked about how much we hated it but then i was like okay so maybe this is kind of easy maybe there is a reason people do it as annoying as it is to see I got to be honest. I'll tell a very quick story. Mm-hmm. One time I almost did meet up with a couple. Oh, no. Who was. Oh, yay. Yeah, this was a yay. Okay. I was very aware of my decision, but I just got scared. I was like, two people overpower one. What if they're trying to kill me? 
Were they both pretty? Um, they were cute. They were both cute. Were they this? Could you tell that they were in the same league, or was one person like significantly hotter than the other person? Nah, they were about the same. Mm. What were they like? One to ten on attractive scale. Seven. That's pretty high. Yeah, I was like, sure. This seems like I'm not doing anything. (laughs) And then I just got scared of being murdered. That was it. That was the only thing that stopped you. You're like, I can't be murdered tonight. The Great British Bake Off airs tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And yet, I still think that asking maybe it's just the phrase. Asking for a unicorn is the worst. Yeah. Like looking for our unicorn. I'm like, shut up. Oh my God. Um, another thing that, a- that annoys me that people ask on dating sites is like specifically what, and we were going to do an episode on it and we still might, but like asking what your sexual orientation is specifically. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. That's either like biphobia or lesbophobia or something homophobic going on there yeah and in case that wasn't really clear like on gay apps like women will ask you like do you have this just set to women or women and men and if you say women and men they'll be like i only date gay women like so you feel it from within the community in that way Mm -hmm. enough to know what happens and be annoyed by it yeah it's pretty tough out there are you honest in those situations if you, if you know the answer that they want is I only talk to women and you date both genders, do you say that or do you lie? Um, I would be. But, you know, I've always been on dating apps really to find like a relationship. So, you know, if it's not going to work out long term, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been asked something that's maybe more, a little more personal upfront? Like, are you a gold star lesbian? I have not been asked that. But I remember having to, like, admit it before. Maybe just, like, while talking. What do you mean? Like, someone being like, oh, men are so blah, 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 blah. And me being like, oh, actually. You know what I mean? Sure. And what is a gold star lesbian, then? I feel like there that might be a question that people have. Um, a gold star lesbian, which is not really a term that's used nicely anymore. No, I think it's, it's considered A little out derogatory. Of date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It basically just means a lesbian who hasn't slept with a man. And the reason it's derogatory is because it's seen, it used to be seen as like this amazing thing. Like, oh my God, you're untouched by men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're above us all because you never, you've only slept with women. Um, So yeah, out of date term, derogatory, not really used anymore, but have had it brought up. Yeah. I think it falls into the same kind of category question as the last one, which is like if somebody's asking you that, it's probably to like filter you out by sexual orientation, Mm -hmm. which is then just like a negative thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's 2022. I feel like that has to leave us eventually as a community. (laughs) Yeah. Which then might take us to the last question, which was how do you feel about all letters of the LGBTQ plus community? being together do you wish they were standalone the lesbian community the gay community bisexual community the trans community the trans community the plus community (laughs) um no i believe that you know especially like trans people gay men lesbians um bi people were way better as a group like to be able to like fight for our rights and stand up for each other um Ultimately, like having that power within our community is going to make us all stronger rather than dividing. 
I do think sometimes there can be like um relatability or community like to be like oh I'm a lesbian too you know what I mean and like have that connection but being seen as the LGBTQ plus community ultimately makes us stronger yeah I think especially when you're all fighting for the same thing for the most part which is sexual equality like equality that doesn't matter what sexuality you are really it makes the most sense to be in that battle together um but I obviously I think there's a lot of relatability for lesbians together to talk about that and feel like their own community in the way that like for example they're opening like a lesbian bar in downtown and that's different than going to a gay bar yeah and so in that way it's okay for them to exist in separate spaces but when it comes down to like really important causes it makes the most sense for, like for me to support every other cause and every other letter mm-hmm. and hope you get that same treatment in return. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also like to say that right now I think strength in our community is really important, especially for us to support um, trans people because there's a lot of political attacks on trans people right now. We have like a really high number of trans women being attacked daily across the country. So just making sure that like we don't cut them out in any way that we listen to their voices is incredibly important, especially right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think we have any other questions, though, that I am sure there are a lot that exist. So if we have missed any question you may have asked, you are more than welcome to DM us on Instagram at Queerbait Club. You can email us at queerbaitclub at gmail.com. Or if you see us in person, which sometimes does happen, we know we know some of you listeners, (laughs) you're more than welcome to ask as long as it's not during work hours or HR will hear about it. Should we set up a P.O. box, you know, open ourselves up to gifts? Yeah. My Twitter has tips on right now, you know, if you just really like the content. Just, Just the tips? Yeah. It's just funny. I didn't know that that was a thing. Oh, I was kind of confused by your pun there. Yeah. I know. Um, but yes, you can. You can give me money on my Twitter right now. Is it like a buy me a coffee thing? It's basically just like a tip jar is what it's called. On, and if you on click on it through Venmo or PayPal, you can send me money. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, you know, feel free at Becca underscore down. On Twitter? That's your... Yep. It's not... Okay. Yep. Okay. You know. Thank you. You looked at me like I didn't know what it was, and you're right, I don't. <laughs> um, but that is all that we have for you today. I had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, this was a good one. We're just excited for everything that we're doing. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to us, and we'll talk to you next week. Love you. Hey,